What's happening, people? Welcome back to the forty-second episode of the Mini Adult Troubles. In today's podcast, I have with me co-founder of the Glitch and the host of a super duper popular podcast in the media industry. Advertising is dead. Someone who I've been following and getting inspired from for quite some time. Varun Dugirala, welcome to the show, and thanks for taking out time for doing this. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for the lovely introduction, and I'm quite excited. I mean, I, when I heard the name of your podcast, I was very intrigued, and then I breezed through it a little bit. I thought this will be fun to do. Yeah, right. So I actually started this in 2019 when I was like 19 years old, and uh, I had I was a mean adult, right? And I had a lot of troubles, like. uh even you were even you were so i thought let's start a podcast the name minimal troubles so that's how it originated but to start with uh advertising that i think first time i listened to your podcast when uh, you did it with ranveer back like one year one and a half years ago and from mm-hmm. there on i'd be stuck with your podcast matlab i'm super super interested in this field as well media industry and all that and then uh, one of the favorite podcast that i uh, love from your advertising is that is the tanmay bhat one it's it's mm. pretty pretty amazing i'm a huge tanmay fan as well so yeah yeah right uh, he's got some great insights always yeah yeah definitely right so to start with no but i i don't think a lot of people know about your journey before the glitch and all that mm. and uh, i think mm. a lot of credit goes to advertising is dead as well uh, but what happened before that like uh, if you can go back as back as mtv or maybe college uh so i had two uh two sides to college uh, one was my uh, uh, lovely engineering degree uh, say lovely not in a in a good sense <laughs> yeah um, so uh, i mean i till then it was pretty standard i did school school did my uh, was in boarding school for some time in bangalore and yeah. um i always wanted i always liked to code coding was always my uh, what i would fall back on and unfortunately didn't get into um computer engineering ended up getting into mechanical engineering i was that too as a management student not necessarily no merit there i'm very um, okay open about the fact that through merit i didn't get in anywhere um then somehow <laughs> uh, yeah parents were like chalo we'll we'll figure this one out and and uh, so the engineering was was tricky for me because i think mechanical and and just like generally the environment wasn't something that suited um how i was um i was still wasn't sure what i wanted to do and all that stuff and um and i never worked in the engineering space i ended up um, working for uh, as a as a alcohol promoter i used to work for jack daniels whisky and uh, for smirnoff very sh- uh, very briefly or more for jack daniels where and uh, did about a, a bunch of months where you know you'd go to a bar you'd give people two dice they throw a dice they get a 3 4 or a 7 they'll win something uh-huh. so great gig to have you get to know all the bars you get to know all the people there so it was all, it was it was good fun especially if you are last year of college right it's it's great yeah. to make extra money and and yet spend time in a bar yeah. um but then kind of uh, symbiosis just kind of happened because between that and uh, going to symbiosis to my mascom um i uh, i even worked in a call center i worked in aol cancellations um, people from across america would call in and say ki we want to cancel our internet connection and my job was to retain Achha. them um so <laughs> i would do okay. that uh, from nice. from 2 am to 9 am was my shift so it was the world's worst shift highest traffic because it was regular time in america yeah and um, yeah generally was, was not the happiest place in life uh, let me be honest was making money but wasn't happy um i ended up studying in media and my my couple of years in symbiosis and pune were actually uh, some of my best because um a had a group of people around me who i really worked uh, gem you know gelled well with 
um, I was finally learning something around the whole creative space, which I found interesting and exciting. And um, yeah, so then post that is when MTV and Channel V happened, and 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 then the glitch. So the the career journey was quite short, um, right. because between MTV and Channel V, um, did all of about four five years of work at Max, and then glitch started. Yeah. So I was actually going through uh, LinkedIn, your LinkedIn profile. I saw a few recommendations and all that, and then I went through their profile as well. And I saw the symbiosis thing as well. Like they, they have also done. They had also done their masters in mass communication, yeah, mass uh, comm, television, yeah. and all that. I think uh, I don't remember his name, but he is currently working at Netflix, and he used to be working with you uh, back in 2011, 2012. Venki was our employee number two. He claims one, but they, that's a question between him and Prashant, who's still with us actually. Um, right. And uh, they keep talking about who was the first person we ever hired. Yeah. Venki so, technically joined first. Prashant was the person who was hired first. So I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. So what is this Simbaras' story? I think uh, where did you meet Tanmay? Also, I think you met him in college once. You were mentioning and. Yeah. So so Tanmay was interesting. Um, as my final project in college because I studied audio- audiovisual production, right? So uh, I was always very confused. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I would keep jumping from one thing to other, or the other, like you know. Monitor computers ended up being in mechanical, like the alcohol thing, call center, everything else, right? So I joined Symbiosis as a PR student. I wanted to study public relations. Yeah. Um. One month later, I wanted to move to audiovisual production because that felt like filmmaking felt more interesting, and so somehow they let it happen because they were quite uh, chill about it. Yeah. And um, as my final project, I was shooting our college fest. Um, and uh, you know all college fests have this thing called Mr. and Miss Fest, right? There's that whole um, personality contest thing. Um, and uh, our fest used to be called Festocom. Okay. And and me and Rohit, my my co-founder, glitch, right? So both of us were in the same batch, and we were both like, let's rename this. And so we 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 thought it'll be fun to rename it Fox Stars because it ra- it rhymed with with. I'm mean, not sure if I can abuse on this. No, yeah, FOC. Yeah, fuck because it just sounded like fuck, right? So it, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was stupid. It was childish, but we just have we were laughing about it. So we, they let us name it that. I don't know why nobody objected from the faculty, <laughs> but uh, we renamed it to Fox Stars, and and we basically did a lot. We made it a lot more um, because I'd just come back from MTV, so I had that hangover uh, of my internship. So made it like a reality show. So people had like personality contests, and there was stuff. So Tanmay had come down from National College to Pune to participate. And uh, he actually won that contest, so I actually shot with him through that um, yeah, period. And I maybe one of the first people, or maybe I, I know he was doing it a little bit. But I think if earliest batch of people ever seeing stand, uh, Tanmay do stand up was was yeah. was me, and I had that on camera. I don't know where that footage is. Nice. Uh, it'll be somewhere. Like he'll kill me if I ever find it and release it. Um, <laughs> and then years, and then a couple of years later, after I started working for MTV after college, um, I did. Um, reality show and I should only do re- primarily do reality TV. Uh, I did a, a show called On The Job, which was a job based reality show where every episode you'd have kind of someone come in and um, yeah, you know, in 48 hours, you get to experience real life of how a job is and you mm-hmm. have like, you know, you're, you have judges who are from that field or from that institution. So, so Tanmay, weirdly enough, was a contestant uh, in the advertising episode. Okay. Um, Contract advertising um, was the agency we are tied up with for that episode. So he, Varun Thakur, yeah. was in the was also in that episode. So these guys were all contestants amongst other people, split into two groups. They had to come up with a campaign for, if I remember right, uh, I think Mentos, 
um okay. or something like that and one team lost and one team won and stuff like that so um so a lot of these guys now when i meet them it's fun because i've actually met them all in very uh, like early stages of of them doing all these things right so i know a lot of them as writers uh, as or as people who were in college like someone was talking to me about um um pooja hegde the other day right the actress yeah pooja hegde interesting enough used to be in in national college and she used to be the person all music channels would coordinate with to come and shoot on campus so okay. it's very interesting i mean, makes yeah. me feel old but also the fact it's so interesting there were so many people who were doing stuff in college and how they all kind of moved into their uh, own spaces right 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 super interesting like in retrospect yeah i think it's been 15 10 15 years since all of this yeah yeah so um i finished uh, what i was in i joined mtv out of college in 2007 so it's not that uh, this is far back so 2007 and then i was in mtv for a short bit and um, less mm-hmm. than a year but a year old and then channel b for 3 years so and glitch started in 2009 Right. So, what was the vision of uh, Glitch when you started? What did you plan? Because I think back in two thousand nine, there was not a lot of creative stuff happening. Up to कुछ ज़्यादा ही हो रहा है. But तब के शब्द तो काफी आगे थे. No, no, there was no vision. Let me be honest. हम लोग you know बहुत सारे story बोलते हैं. But most times we end up coming back to the honest truth was that uh, I wanted to move to this work in this space because I always watch music television. Right, MTV and Channel are only two channels I watch through the nineties. I learned a lot of the stuff that I learned about how formats were creative. Uh, for me, creativity was from those channels. Right, those years. I mean, the early two thousands and the and the nineties were like when they were doing some really interesting stuff. Yeah, and um, so once they decide, once I was in Channel V and they decided to stop playing music. um my options were okay do i continue doing this do i try to maybe move back to mtv because that's the only other option which i could have at some point uh, if i wanted to because i had trained with the team who had done rody so i knew how to do reality well and all that stuff um and rohit sir i maybe want to try doing something on my own and he used to direct promos for channel yeah that one time um and i used to produce shows okay so i said if you're doing something why don't i do it with you because what's the worst that can happen I know you're at that age when you were at your look. I think also twenty six, twenty seven, if not younger. I don't remember. Um, it's been eleven years, thirty eight. My math is terrible. So twenty seven. So I was twenty seven, twenty six actually. I was twenty six, and um, we just decided to quit. And we said, okay, we 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 don't know if we have enough money, but we only have to pay for our rent and and our food, and and some beer, and uh, <laughs> as long as we can afford that, uh, let's yeah. quit and try this out. Worst case, we'll find a job. and it was just after recession right 2008 was recession people said yeah. boss people don't have jobs and you want to start a company and then if you don't doesn't work what if you don't find a job and you are still like um we actually honestly said yeah i will make a plan but 6 months is spent thinking of the name and one month about what you will actually do so we had no idea what we were doing we had one project in hand um and after that project we had a lull of about i think about 3 weeks where we did nothing and we were like are okay fine naukri dhoondna padega um and uh, luckily we got some work we, we we someone gave us a small project here and there and then just something some stuff kept the kept the uh, bills paid and then slowly we kept pitching stuff and it kind of happened that so what was the creative landscape back then um so there was nothing called digital content per se um the people didn't get the concept uh, even like if talk about social media that time it was very early days right like yeah. facebook was an early stage thing and all that stuff in india especially so even if you went to someone say i want to do something in digital they'd be like are but social media is free why should i pay you to do it right we've heard yeah. questions like that in the early days and 
the the larger production landscape is all television so people were doing like tv shows tv promos that's what sustained us i think the first 2 3 years if not longer um a lot of our uh, money to run the company came from doing television properties right so we would do shows for mtv we would do stuff for bindas we would do all of that stuff but we would still keep pitching digital so we pitch a digital innovation we'd pitch um an interactive video we will pitch and at some point we became an agency because some brands we worked with said okay do you also want to do strategy and we said okay, how how tough can it be because you in hindsight was as always we jumped in and figured it out um as most of our early days were but uh, that's the landscape was very traditional people yeah. were still thinking digital was that one thing you kind of had to do as an experiment it was an experimentative thing it wasn't necessarily a, a must do right hmm. I, i i say that many in many ways podcasts and audio are today what digital was in 2009 because people are like okay when we'll just try something out because we don't know yeah. what the numbers are going to be we don't know what this yeah. uh, listens are going to be etc very early days and um, but it was a lot of fun because we could try the most random things and and people would love it so and that's what made it fun i think now we obviously it's a lot more structured so some mm. of the stuff you'd want to try you don't anymore correct 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 so you mentioned podcast and all that where do you think the podcast industry is going right now and where do you think it is i think in india ranveer's podcast has channeled a lot of attention to its podcast especially in the gen z uh, people yeah. but what's your opinion on the podcast industry right now So there, there are two. I would say there are two categories of people who listen to podcasts. Right, um, one category are people who you know listen to a lot of American podcasts. You know, listen to like who who speak about American talk radio. Who are in that traditional uh, podcast mindset. You know, episode can be two hours, um, or yeah. you know, audio has to be a certain way. You know, it's, it's very journalistic. But also, I think there are a lot of those rules there. now what i've come to learn is is that you don't necessarily have to follow any rules anymore even the word podcast happened because uh, steve jobs gave it that name right there was no nothing called a podcast it was just like it is just um, digital radio yeah but if you ask me the future of of podcast honestly is that we are looking for passive mediums of consumption um everything you do in terms of watching a video okay. um, you know going yeah. through your social all that everything demands all your attention at eyes yeah. and ears and everything else yeah. a podcast can just play in the background and hmm. and what it actually does gives you the option to be active or passive versus what everything else is right so many times you if you have an Makes option sense. for video you switch on the video but sometimes you might just be playing it in the background and if you even seen some of the samples of how spotify tried to do it with the joe rogan uh, podcast etc it's interesting because you don't have to do it all the time i actually have been doing this for a couple of years where i end up playing a youtube video in the background not not really watch it just listen to it right um it True. feels a lot easier you can also keep doing some other stuff while you do it and 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 because of that you then have so much more um time with an audience right and every brand i speak to i tell them this is that if uh, and this I, i forgot which of the which one of the creators told me this he said if someone comes up to you and takes a selfie with you um they follow you as a as a visual creator someone just comes up to you and starts talking to you like they've known you for years you're a podcaster because uh. generally you feel like you're sitting across the table in the, in the same conversation just that yeah. you might not be participating in most cases yeah, but yeah. it's the, the the podcaster's voice is in your ears right so you you yeah. have such relatability you have a relationship with that person because you genuinely feel like you've been next to them all this while Yeah. Um and that's something which is very interesting for brands to latch on to right because you can actually build a very strong connection with audio. Mm. Um and and there's so much you can do that I mean just like for me education's a huge space for for podcasts. Uh we just started but 
if someone focuses very strongly on educational podcast you can do so much with it and so you can try like 30 seconds can be a podcast 5 hours can be a podcast um mm. and um you can just play around with the format i think that's the way to use it um it's like youtube in the early days if you ask me how podcasts are today got it got it right so one of my friends uh, you know vedant rasti i was talking to him mm. the other day yeah. and i was speaking to him as well ki bhai podcast batao what's the future and all that and he's super duper bullish on the podcast scenario as well yeah. like he has his stories with rusty doing very well for him then the raw and real podcast that he does with a couple of guys yeah. and then he's also started another mistech with jay so he's doing three to four podcasts and he's like ki bhai in the next three four years podcast is going to blow up and uh, yeah. that's the scenario he sees but for me personally if i talk about podcast I see that as a great way to explore. Uh, I mean, I started this back in 2019, as I said. And the first podcast that I did was with this YouTuber called Yash Sharma. Uh, he's a US, mm-hmm. his channel name is Yash Sharma Fitness, and I've been working with him for like past 1.5 years. And that happened just because of the podcast interaction that we had, that the connection that we built, you know, through the podcast. So podcast for me is very networkish. and uh, yeah. connecting that person and as you mentioned uh, the audio connect for me this is not at all weird because i have been listening to your podcast and uh, right <laughs> exactly like, right. i'm just listening to you from the podcast it doesn't feel like you you meeting me for the first time because you heard my voice in the past and that's exactly. the that, that's the beauty of it and uh, and uh, I, i was listening to another podcast is a couple of podcasts i listened to religiously one's called pivot which i speak about quite often even on the uh, even on uh, yeah. i think everywhere i speak about it Yeah. There's something which uh, they said on that, which I found interesting. They said that all creators will have multiple channels of distribution, which you develop over time. Yeah. Uh, one of those is all your social channels. One of them could be a podcast. One could be a newsletter. And mm. the more channels of distribution you have, you will have some overlaps of audience. Sure. But mm-hmm. in most cases, you'll have also a, a different set of people coming up. Like even on a platform, like your audience on Reels on Instagram versus your audience for let's say an IGTV or a regular yeah. post. Yeah. will be very different in most cases yeah. so yeah. the more you look at that and you build it out as a creator um there's so much you can kind of like you can just kind of reach a much larger audience without even realizing it um mm. and and i think that's a really that's really the way to look at it. when you mention that he has about three podcasts right i'm like in my head like i don't think all of them will have the same audience there'll be yeah. some sort of overlap but will be very different it's so just, it's, it's great is doing that as long as he can um you know find the time which i think we all struggle with but uh, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun yeah yeah true uh, i actually had a point in my mind which i forgot while you were speaking what was it really to <laughs> so, for podcast only yeah so you mentioned channels of distribution and all that and that sort of clicked with the uh, i read an article couple of days ago uh, chef ali but from economic times she wrote mm-hmm. that article mm-hmm. uh, about this creator uh, equity system and all that uh, learn we and tanmay investing in you know companies yeah, yeah. and but not only for money like give us 20% and we'll give 50 lakh or something it's more or less like give us 10% and we'll give you one year worth of you know distribution from our end we'll give you six posts on instagram six youtube integrations that stuff where do you think this part of the creative economy is going that for me is one of the biggest spaces right um because once you have channels of distribution and you have an audience you are in a sense a media channel like ranveer to me uh, is not competition for other creators He's, he's competing with <laughs> not even Facebook. He will be competing with, let's say, a, a, an MTV's page or like he's a media company. Like yeah. in my head, what was a traditional media company versus today? Like I was. Uh, this is a very interesting article which I read, uh, which is uh, and I forget the name of the company. It's called uh, yeah Westbrook Media, right? Westbrook Media was started uh, to create content around Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and that entire Smith family. 
basically the guys who would follow them around create content and all that stuff over the last couple of years as you've seen will smith's social content kind of become this massive all the stuff he does they started building properties under that and selling it to brands some of those properties will go to specific platforms some of those will go to channels everywhere else right so uh. these guys who are inherently creating were just creating his digital content or rather for his social feeds are now doing like when his movies coming out they are already working on the marketing and planning what he will do on his social as a separate series of content nice. will connect to that movie that will come next right yeah so just think of that scale of of things and and i think there's so many indian examples like uh, ranveer is a great example um i think tanvar tanmay does interesting like the fact that he has those two youtube channels right one and one is his regular and, content the other yeah, one is honestly finance. is a lot more about personal finance neuroscience correct um and that's again him find, trying to find a different uh, cohort of audience different tribe of audience and the more they all keep doing that um the more appeal you have to brands like mm. i write a newsletter which i started for fun in november which has 1000 subscribers mm. the small number compared to what i would have on let's say the podcast but that 1000 mm. people reading what i i mean at least getting what very, i write every week in their inbox again very different audience so if tomorrow i'm okay. doing let's say hypothetically if I, if i want to write a book i know that will be my audience i can first set up people i can latch on to yeah. um true it, it becomes that so in 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 a sense okay. there are there's an audience for everything and you just as no small or big just how engaged are they yeah yeah that tanmay point is a very amazing one because he's super interested in fintech as well with kunal shah and all these yeah. people so he has literally made a channel niche specific to finance and he has invested mm-hmm. in uh, companies like small case as well so it exactly imagine a integration like uh, honestly 6 months contract with small case uh, instead of equity that's so super cool. it's not just that right? they also get time with the creator so yeah. what most startups have realized yeah. and i think that's 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 so true in the way the world is right now is that more than money it's time that also matters so for instance mm-hmm. the startup not, they're not just getting funding from him in any case they're getting they're getting a they're getting reach through his channel they also get time with him so mm-hmm. even if it's like 4 hours a month 4 hours a month with anmay gives them enough value from yeah. the stuff which they would want to do rather than let's say hire an agency right in my mind the influencers are going to be the uh, and already are one of the biggest direct competitors to mm-hmm. every single agency out there yeah because they are creative they understand the medium better than any of us do like i learn more of the medium by just speaking to creators on the podcast that right? i feel that my knowledge of it has improved by talking to creators than uh, any other speaking the same to you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now I mean that. So now people ask me, "What do you want a designation?" I'm like, I say, put entrepreneur and and creator is where I I start putting it. Now it's okay. When two and a half years and this many episodes later, I can finally start putting creator next to my name. Is is mm-hmm. now I'm finally uh, I'm owning that tag. Yeah, and and just thought came in my mind. Do you know about NFTs, non fungible tokens as well? Yeah. So I, very very surface level, right? I'm not I'm not fully there, but I know that this. I was reading the article about uh, the first ever tweet being. Sold yeah, yeah. Twitter founder, two point five million. For me, it's an, for me it's, an, it's a scaling up of what eBay was, right? What mm-hmm. eBay was supposed to be isn't NFT like an, a, a if just like a bigger version of that in some ways. I mean, if that if if eBay what you buy as a, in a bid would become something like this, I don't know. It's an NFT. I'm also not super into all of this, but I understand that NFT sort of is you know unique to that particular. Uh, for example, we were talking about from a creator's perspective. Imagine making a video. uh tanmay is making a video with a integration of small case that video he converts into an nft which is a property of small case yeah and that's unique that's not you know duplicable or 
उस टाइप का कुछ इसका लॉजिक है क्रिप्ट इनक्रिप्टेड है एंड ऑल दैट सो या एंड वन थिंग आई एम टेरिबल एट इज इज एनीथिंग अराउंड मनी एंड फाइनेंस व्हिच इज व्हाई आई हैड अ कपल ऑफ पीपल राइट टू मी सेइंग व्हाई डोंट यू पुट अ पर्सनल फाइनेंस टिप्स आई एम लाइक आई डोंट डू यू नो समवन हु विल गिव मी पर्सनल फाइनेंस टिप्स बिकॉज़ आई एम वन ऑफ द सेफेस्ट पीपल एंड द मोस्ट कंजर्वेटिव इन द वे investments <laughs> and finance and like to work I'm like just hire someone who's good at it let it, let them do that listen to their advice is how i always worked but uh, yeah. um yeah so nfts i know even talking about it so i I've, i've been meaning to read up about it so now you given me um almost like okay i need to re- really read about this right 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 like so i read this quote from uh, your uh, event on the tech park uh, i don't remember the name specifically but you said that eventually your professional career teaches you creator life uh yeah. your you know creator life flips it backwards uh, can you yeah. what do you mean by this so th- over time and i don't know this is me trying to be professor in my head um after <laughs> some there certain th- some theory some frameworks you come up with right i always believe that there were many things of of which what i do now like why do i enjoy doing podcasting so much and i went back to my childhood right sometimes you going to sit and just reflect on that and as 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 a kid one of the things i would love to do and i would always do is just go and talk to random people like i people have no idea knowingly walk into a train and parents will not find me cuz i've gone ahead 5 6 seats start talking to some random uncle over there telling them what happened at home today morning right i was that kid and i'm like one saying i just do that and i'm a podcaster now so maybe i mean that is inherently what i am it just kind of got lost in between and then i and this all happened i was i was doing a tedx at mica uh, early last year and i was just kind of thinking of things to say and this kind of idea kind of came up and i realized that when you're younger right you do a lot of stuff just because you enjoy it not because it helps your career not because you know it's it's something that's for your profession Better. or any of those things right yeah now it could be as as random as um, you know like you enjoy just playing in the sand or mm. you like to you like to paint uh, a lot of those things as you get older you're told that those will not necessarily help you in your career we call them extra curricular activities uh, the the often used term but so i was saying that when we were born we always have a creator animal inside us right so the creator yeah, in us tries to do all the all the fun stuff which really brings our creativeness out then the career animal wakes up one day and the creator animal goes into hibernation ki matlab tu abhi baith ja you you had your fun now it's time to be serious time for your career and we all go through that loop of 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 learning all the serious stuff for our careers and kind of going from ahead on that mm. um and then what ends up happening is that at some point i think because of the internet now we're able to find a channel for our creator animal to do something right because i think before the internet if you were someone who was let's say an artist someone who was a photographer you know you, you just might be a doodler you didn't have a channel to put stuff out for the world to see and monetize Even if you had a job mm. and monetize it right and and i think now we finally have that so i'm and it also i think helps both ways i am better mm. in having conversations with clients today than i was even 2 years ago because i feel that the more podcasts i do the more i know how to have a good conversation that how to keep it in a certain direction yet make it a good vibe and that helps my professional career so i said that you don't necessarily have to be a podcaster you don't have to be a youtuber you could just be someone who who, who likes art who likes to cook every single creative side of you can actually help your professional side i think there is a way to find how those two connect together is what i spoke about mm-hmm. is that somewhere if you look at all the stuff that you you really like doing in your work also but you yeah. don't like doing and then look at all the stuff you like doing as as a creator and Fashion if we join the dots mm-hmm. it makes sense right 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 yeah so uh, i think the podcast i did with viraj he was also mentioning mm-hmm. something similar that 
passion plus creator economy is something that you moving yeah. at as well tumhara passion is you know can you can work on your passion and you can monetize that ali abdal is a creator based out in uk who is a great like he always talks about this ki bhai you mentioned ali abdal yeah i'm just showing ah <laughs> yeah book he suggests so i i i heard about show your work um yeah from ali abdal youtube channel hmm. i've finished that book i'm finishing the other book by this same author and there's yeah, three yeah. books and all but it's just, it's Our so copy nice like an artist like, and all that yeah yeah, yeah. still like an artist i think i forgot Stealing. the third one um I, also, I i forgot the third one i haven't uh, read that one yet yeah yeah i also forgot i i want to read these books uh, i'll i'll get no, to that very good well. yeah yeah right so very quick uh, reads you can literally read them very quickly over a couple of days it's not very long and it's, it's quite fun mm mm-hmm. got so uh, for someone who wants to be in this creative industry you know uh, who might not who realize it may be late uh, trying to con- create content online and trying to enter the industry in like not necessarily uh, netflix or something that's i think too far ahead but still just getting in touch with the industry what do you suggest them to sort of you know diversify a 21 22 year old guy who has graduated in a degree which is way 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 different from this creative industry <laughs> what i was just saying about the finding the creator in you right um when someone turned to me the other day saying um i want to really show what i can create i'm like you now have everything you need to create right you can use your phone you don't need to buy a camera you have the you have social media so sure when someone says show me a portfolio you could just maybe show them your instagram page or show them your medium blog or substack um in many ways those things are great to have and those are channels you already have like if you are in college and you want to start a podcast you can just start a podcast because you have an audience which is already captive right you have an audience which is in 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 college with you um yeah. and if people from college are your guests only then we yeah. it's it's, it's about this and like yeah yeah that's right so it's an engaged audience right so find your group you don't necessarily have to go wide key you'll only get like a, a, like a, a thousands of people in initially but get a really strong captive audience Mm-hmm. um and that's a great thing to show so tomorrow if you are going out and and wanted to create something larger you have like one of my favorite examples is um, the russo brothers who made all your avengers movies right the mo- the what they made before the first uh before the winter soldier which is the, their first marvel movie yeah. was they had directed episodes of a sitcom show of a comedy show called arrested i think arrested development or was it pa- i think parks and recreation one of those two i don't remember which one it was so imagine these guys had just done like really small fun comedy shows mm-hmm. and then they get the winter soldier and the reason they got it is because they had shown that they knew how to work with multiple characters and yet give them all space and they also came with an understanding of that so you need to think about if i want something tomorrow if i want to work towards that what can i create today that is almost building blocks to go there so your building blocks could be that okay um if if i tomorrow want to really let's say have you know my dream is to have a netflix series um then how do i show all the elements that someone would say okay what's your portfolio whatever you done to come to this even if you want to get a smaller project first and move to a larger one tomorrow the internet gives you the ability to create that content build an audience and have something to show to somebody who asks you what do you have to show like mm. when the fact that uh, in everyone from uh, prajakta to uh, abhuvan bam all of them are creating much larger pieces now is because they constantly just made it what they had and over time they got that opportunity so I and mean, that for me is the best way to do it it doesn't matter what you studied uh, 
in most cases i don't think qualifications really matter um mm-hmm. unless you're a doctor or an engineer um mm-hmm. yeah. and really want to work in those two specific spaces correct but uh, yeah just keep creating stuff and 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 it's a lo- it's a marathon yeah it's not like like even when i started doing the podcast i didn't know what it was i thought it's a time pass thing i'll do while i do a job yeah now i give this I, I, in many ways and i have to always keep that balance of saying okay i still have a job i still do that still have to give that entire focus at glitch but this is such a large part of my life now because i've a become to truly enjoy it but i also feel as so much more you, i get from this that i channel to that and and kind of build it up like like i'd want to do a netflix show one day um yeah. <laughs> as like i look at okay, if why can't i do what a david letterman does one day maybe maybe not in the same way but I one can it. dream right and there's nothing wrong in dreaming there's always there's always going to be a bigger dream and um, but that doesn't mean that you you don't enjoy what you do today so i enjoy doing my podcast a lot yeah um, me too. me too but that also kind of helps you look at something you might want to do tomorrow mm, yeah i think you your vision gets created on the way just start something and when each yeah. day at a time or each podcast episode at a time you yeah. understand yourself better through the you know yeah. voice of the uh, guest that's there and and you mentioned yeah. that it's marathon i i i always ask this question ki how do these guys you know collaborate with netflix and um, amazon prime and all these big big companies mm-hmm. and i asked this to devaya from all things mm-hmm. small and he mentioned that bhai ek din mein kuch nahi hota ek mahine mein kuch nahi hota i been in this industry over a period of 12 years so marathon and working with aib and all that you develop those connections and then you know he's at this uh, level that he's in right oh, oh. think about someone like a danish said right um last year he became this full viral rcb rcb videos yeah yeah the one who makes all those those, those multiple actionable videos right yeah. and and why did he become big and, he, and everybody said overnight sensation came in news channels and all that stuff and i i had him on uh, one of the podcast episodes and he was like yeah people said overnight sensation but i've been doing this for 10 years <laughs> right so he's when been doing comedy shows when you, mm. that's the thing so you will get discovered you don't know if you get discovered tomorrow day after uh, 10 years down the line but you also don't say static right you, you also evolve what you do you learn from which how much ever audience you have whatever is working not working keep evolving mm. what you do mm. uh, fine tune it over time and eventually you'll get to some goal your what goal you had when you started off might not necessarily be the goal you actually get at yeah. the end of it but that i feel that that end goal is even better Mm. makes sense makes sense makes sense so coming to you personally on a personal level what mm. is driving you today what drives you every day to get up in the morning um other than I'm fitness over- <laughs> so okay now, let me explain fitness um let me because since you mentioned it i grew up a scrawny kid i was this one you know that that really patla boy, characters across everybody was saying but you don't have to worry because you're you're thin Um, but i'm like my problem is that i'm really thin i don't put on weight i'm like i look uh, this thing so tried for the last like 10 12 years to all forms of workouts right go like go proper gym take all your protein powders do all of that stuff somehow last one and a half years of being in lockdown um just started working at home tried different forms of workouts started enjoying a lot of those and actually got a lot more into it because um then we had our daughter i would walk around with her and i had like this i had bulked up so i had big big biceps but carry around i get tired and at some point you know my wife pooja said that what's the point of having big muscles you can't carry a baby around which is true so that's when i, I kind of changed my mindset so now i enjoy it which I, i and one day i said like let's put it out now it's become a thing i share but 
we spend so much time for that outer this thing when it comes to fitness i'm just enjoying sharing these things so i feel like there's so many workouts you can do which make you feel healthier like that's what gives me the energy to do everything i do all day long because um i sleep because i have we have a dog who's slightly older um so i don't sleep through the night so i end up waking up because he has he might wake up for something and i just kind of keep a check on him so um i have my energy through the day because i work out every morning so if i don't have that now i'm just then thakela person through the day okay but what keeps me motivated to be honest is that i'm really i'm genuinely been a person who's enthusiastic about trying a lot of things and now i get to try a lot of things so every day i have like i have 10 projects going on and five others in my head but more than anything else i just um i just like to create stuff i just genuinely like to not do things the traditional way and every day i think i get a um, get the chance to kind of try out stuff especially with the podcast every just like also slowly becoming more of a creator than just a podcaster and mm. and with work as well right what keeps me up is that the whole media and advertising space is evolving so much right now things have changed so much in the last like 2 3 years um, there's so much more you can do which mm-hmm. is not like anything we've done before it's not creative anymore what i actually enjoy in the advertising business is the non creative stuff like i'm not a big like okay let's write a great ad film or what's the most creative idea i'm thinking more like okay brands have gone from creating two ads a year to 20000 pieces of creative in a year how do you build a system bringing in technology bringing in different things to make sure that happens most effectively so i think that also helps my left brain right brain scenario where my left brain is very focused on glitch where i'm looking at that my right brain is focused on my creator side and and that's what keeps me going that i have so many i as long as i have so many things to do in a day mm-hmm. i have all the energy to do it if True. i just have one thing to do na i'm a lazy person i'm a re- i can be a really lazy person most people will laugh uh, who know me when i say i can be a lazy person but i used to be a lazy person um when i only had one thing to do if you give me 10 things to do then i'll be i'll be fine god god yeah S- similar similar uh, same story with me as well if there are a lot of things to do then that also keeps me excited ki bhai ye karna hai ye karna hai ye karna hai karna hai exactly. and and just one thing kar lenge and then the procrastination also comes in ki theek hai raat ko kar lenge kal kar lenge procrast- don't even get stuck <laughs> Bo- I- i'm terrible procrastinator i've spent years um i thankfully i'm married to someone who's very clear with taking calls like mujhe kabhi bolta na gaadi khareedna hai i'd spend a year thinking about kya hoga she chosen she decided in a week so i thankfully have her in my life and she helps out on that front but yeah because mm-hmm. procrastination the problem is that uh, but there's an interesting how to use procrastination right um and i think that procrastination might stay with you because you're still trying to think okay, how do i do this better yeah. but i think at least with the internet and how you create now you keep you you create something you learn from that you move on to the next one so you are constantly procrastinating you're constantly iterating Mm. so hopefully that won't delay you as much as it would have otherwise mm. yeah makes sense makes sense so what's the next challenge for you what's the next challenge um i have, have is this is the new podcast launching i'm doing a lot more yeah. video now than i've ever done um i had to kind of figure a set of people who will do it with me thankfully found a team who will um work with me on that and So for me the next about 6 months is really going to be seeing how this new show goes cuz it's a, it's a, it's a slightly different format it's mostly won't just be once a week mm, till now I've just announced it's once a week but there might be a an additional episode that comes out every week apart from um sorry that's my dog's barking yeah uh, there might be an additional episode that comes out every week which I'm still working on I have I'm still formulating that idea it has to launch by mm. this Friday and um 
and apart from that um i'm just been working on stuff around learning actually one of the things which i'm really been thinking about is that um a lot of what i've learned on the podcast is something which people get a lot of value from um mm. is there some way to kind of channelize it in a better format can i mean i don't know if it's a i don't know if it's a course i don't know if it is um something which is always on but yeah. uh, i'm dabbling with a bunch of ideas and i'm going that's where procrastination is going on right now at least for me and uh, i'm looking forward to how that goes and i actually have a third podcast in the works very early stage of uh, developing it but uh, i'm actually doing a pilot for it on wednesday just to see how it goes nice but uh, again very different space so major announcement on the mineral how- travels yeah <laughs> <laughs> major announcement right <laughs> yeah but uh, it's been an idea in the works for a while um i'm doing it for the i'm doing something with for first time with a co-host um okay. in a slightly different and very different format from what i've done before so and even like different audience altogether so it should be fun to do and uh, yeah also been trying to write a book for a long time so hopefully that will also happen this year oh wow that that would be interesting nice but all right so varun final final question that i ask everybody in the podcast is three books podcast and life lessons that you want to share three books that i love to share um if there's one book especially after last year that's kept me going right it's it's a book called the daily stoic um stoicism is something that's really yeah, been yeah. up um it, it's something that kind of helped me through a, a lot over the last couple of years i think mainly because it's very practical wisdom Mm. and why i've said the daily stoic and not any of ryan holiday's other books is because you can flip to every day is a, is is just one quote and one learning so you can flip to yeah. any page and i do that it's always on my bedside it's it's actually right behind somewhere i think um and um and you can just like pick it up just read one chapter and go to bed i think that's really helps and and nice. for all the stuff that you go through in life it's good to have something like that with you um a podcast that i'd really recommend would actually be um for anybody who's interested in the creative uh, or the creator side there's there's a podcast called creative elements which i found very interesting i discovered very recently just on this listen to a few episodes i haven't listened to too many but uh, he talks to creators about not just the creative side of what they do but really about how they monetize how they scale up so mm-hmm. you know you have a james clear on one end as an episode because of atomic habits but you also have a Ali Abidal in another episode right so it's interesting to kind of get perspectives which is a recent discovery right. of mine um and just to mention three each oh three each hmm hmm okay let's do let's do two more books then uh what two other books so i'm not going to the austin cleon ones because i mentioned i showed show show your work but if you haven't read it read the entire series that's 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 uh, it's a great learning experience um there's a recent book which i read called um, post corona which is uh, uh by Scott Galloway um, also someone i follow a lot on his podcast which is pivot which will be another recommendation of mine just f- to keep updated with what's happening in the whole tech and business space um it's great to read because he just doesn't talk about how the business world is changing talks about how the world is changing and you can almost see trends about what's going to kind of come tomorrow and he's got great insights on some of those so um a great uh, book to read over there and the last one which is actually a book i finished recently uh yeah. is called range okay i had, i've been meaning to read it for a while but i finally finished it it's called range it talks about how um how gen- the whole, there's been a conversation about specialists and generalists mm. so should you really be a specialist should you be a generalist and he really talks about how being a generalist can be a very interesting thing uh, to be in today's world or being a specialist and it's, it's a great book it's it's a couple of years old but it's something i read very recently um on the podcast front i mentioned 
creative elements uh, pivot. pivot is my gold standard right so i uh, listen to that like twice a week um, a lot of it you can skim through because a lot of it becomes very american political and business environment but there's so many insights you get in between all the american politics stuff which i think gives you great uh, understanding of things um i'm just kind of thinking of another one which i listen to quite regularly and um hmm there's one called um work life by adam grant um mm. i enjoy that a lot primarily because he so adam grant is this organizational psychologist first ever podcast i listened to was his uh, this one yeah it's going to come back uh, in a new season but it's interesting because he talks about um how people in different spaces work and how work and life connect together and and how we can make them both function well um great uh, one to listen to just for the insights and stuff he puts out there and uh, i had to give you recommendations of advertising is dead is also a podcast that you should listen to <laughs> advertising is dead please listen please listen to the varun dugi show as well um yeah. and um yeah and i'm just thinking life of lessons. like ah uh, what are, what are the live lessons um one of my, one of the things that kept me uh, brought me to stoicism um was one simple thing is that there's so many things happening around you in the world um if you focus on everything you're going to get over, overwhelmed you feel the pressure mm, but if you just focus yeah. on the stuff that is under your control because mm. you can't control everything right you can only control what you can control sure. if you focus on that um you feel less pressure and you can actually do a good job at what you can control so always focus on the stuff you can control and not on the stuff you can't um that's one strong life lesson um take it take it in uh, in shorter periods at a time you you can't say okay oh i really want to be a, a big filmmaker and start thinking about that from tomorrow say that okay in the short term what do i want to achieve in the long term long term what do i want to achieve and both those goal posts keep changing so always keep moving that around like i've never stuck mm-hmm. to one single goal i've had in my life because i think the goal post always kept changing yeah. but i've always enjoyed everything that i've done in, in one way or the other so don't get stuck on okay i need to get there um first go like the first couple of steps and figure out what you want to do right now uh, over the next couple of weeks rather than next 5 years so five yeah. year plan nahi hota hai i think <laughs> three month plan hota hai <laughs> and um, the the last thing is that um, and th- this has been one of my strong biggest learnings in recent times right give yourself some time to be bored in a day give yourself half an hour um, sort of like a meditation no not even meditation right so that's the thing so i struggle with meditation but i read about getting bored and i was like one second he they said that before we had phones before we had devices you would be you would feel bored right you just lie down and look up at the roof and you would be bored yeah. you do something and that's when your mind thinks the most which is why most of our ideas come to us when we are in the shower or in the loo and all this you know, washing dishes because you're doing a mundane task so mm. for about 15 no. 20 minutes in a day put everything away sit and just look out your best ideas will come to you then um ah, now that that's if you go to the loop yeah so the work i have to watch right uh, i struggle sleeping sometimes and when i'm sleeping i'm trying to sleep at like 1 2 o'clock all the ideas in the world keeps coming in my mind oh yeah exactly. oh yeah because and i keep adding my notes or i send voice notes let's do this let's do that to my team as well so because yeah. you have distractions right so that's the thing so mm-hmm. take away all distractions i suck at it i'm terrible i'll always like i'll reach my phone like because i feel that each i need to go to it but i've just started to do this religiously you maybe get 5 minutes initially 10 minutes and then whatever but it's great you don't have to meditate just sit and let's like 
don't do anything just lie down for all you care uh, go to sleep if you want to but uh, that it's almost like you know you have to switch off and switch on your phone sometimes when it's gotten hung um this is your way to kind of give it a little bit of rebooting time mm-hmm. all right all right all right thank you thank you so much varun for doing this podcast uh, exactly. i this have listed yeah i have listed on your handles uh, go follow him on twitter subscribe to his newsletter follow him on instagram uh, maybe send a connection on linkedin as well uh, i have i have, I have uh, linkedin on all the handles thank you so much varun very was very insightful uh, and 